0: Wow. Welcome back. This feels this feels foreign almost. I, I haven't done this for forever. Uh, I've been missing you guys. I've been missing the boys. I've been missing football. really have been missing football, especially with the way some of the other sports and around town have been going. But hey, we're excited to be back. And as we know, in this day and age, football season is never over. So we're here to break it all down. we got a lot to talk about. Uh, but honestly, we've been missing you guys so much, we just wanted to hang out. So without further ado, let's get this party started. We just stepped on their face with a hobnailed boot and broke their nose. We just crushed their face. but snap, hold, kick. <laughs>
1: no! Goal! No! Goal! By the defense! 30 they won't catch him go swift
2: into the end zone touchdown the freshman just ran it back to philadelphia near sideline and it's intercepted intercepted keely ringo at the 21 off he goes
0: 40 50 45 40 35 30 near sideline breaks the tackle 20 15
1: 10 5 touchdown 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 georgia
2: i know i'm asking a lot you guys but hunker it down one more time
0: Locked the edition there, Griff.
2: Yeah, I, there's some at the beginning, but it wasn't playing the audio at first, and it skipped over it. So it,
0: that, we'll see it all next week. Is that a is that a bottom five call from Scott Howard?
1: I don't, yeah, know. Dude, I don't not, know. I was not that That's bad. all I think about that. it. sounds like he's I, I,
0: yeah. It sounds like he had a seizure on, <laughs> on the mic.
1: Yeah, we'll go. We'll no go with that.
2: Good.
1: I was <laughs> <laughs> trying not no, to laugh. I go was going. I yeah, thought you had that in there as a troll for sure. But... <laughs> I was... mean,
2: it, You have to have it in there. Iconic moment. Yep. Iconic. Let's get a
0: life check. What's going on? What we got?
1: Uh, I'm as busy as I've ever been starting bar exam stuff. The huge, that's always fun. But uh, what's going on with you? And tell the people when your first start is and, and when you get them up to speed with yeah, spring training yeah. and everything.
0: Well, yeah, got through spring training. Uh, spring training is a grind. A lot of people don't know that. It's a grind. Um, it's just a lot of, I don't want to say eye wash, but it's a lot of just keeping you at the field for a really long time. And listen, when you become a professional athlete and when you get to this point, you've put in enough time of like doing a lot of stuff you don't want to do. Now it's to the point where you get in, you do what you need to do, you know what you need to do, and you get out. Like that's what we're used to. So spring training is a little different. But we got through it. Um, it was pretty taxing on the body through a lot, but I'm feeling healthy for the first time in a long time, which is so nice—a nice. very welcome sign. Yeah, and yeah, broke camp going to Montgomery. I mean, I'm I'm here now. I'm a biscuit, Montgomery biscuit, best logo in sports. Uh, I got the hats <laughs> yesterday. It's sweet, but uh, but yeah, I'm excited, man. It's it's kind of weird. It's kind of corny, but like this is the league like I grew up watching. Like like we're all from around Chattanooga. We go to lookouts games. Like we see them play the Birmingham Barons. We see them play the Biscuits. We see them play like this whole league. So like now being here, it's kind of cool. You see the lookouts on the schedule. It's like, wow, you know, I'm here. Yeah, they got – have made, made it, made it another sucks.
1: League. It sucks. They've changed up some of the teams. I remember the Mobile Bay Bears, they were always a staple. And uh I think Pensacola is still the Blue Wahoos, but yeah, yeah, Blue, we open so up with jack- the
0: Blue Wahoos uh this weekend we at a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'll be on the bump Easter Sunday. Got the start. So yeah.
1: Go. we got uh, the Jacksonville Suns, which they're the Jumbo Shrimp now, which I can't. Yeah, imagine. they're triple A. Too. Oh they're yeah, tri- they moved them up too.
0: Um, we get the we got the Rocket City Trash Pandas in the league. Oh, That's yeah. the old oh, team.
2: Trash Pandas.
0: That's a good Huntsville name.
1: Stars too. They were another one. Yeah.
0: The uh, Tennessee Smokies. They're always they've yeah.
1: been around for a while.
0: Yeah, man, it's, it's a league I'm very familiar with, so it's gonna be cool. It's Rome's not great. in that league, is it? Who? Rome? No, they're high. Rome's high. Okay. They're Braves high. The Braves do have a team. It's the Mississippi Braves uh, in, okay. in this league, and you have Biloxi. So, yep. Pretty cool league. It travels a lot better. I mean, the alternative was I was kind of in between high and double A. I didn't really know what they were going to do with me. This is obviously the higher level, so I'm excited about that. But it's also the travel is five million times better. Um the Bowling Green Hot Rods are high affiliates. Currently on a six and a half hour road trip, and I think that's their shortest road trip of the year. So, oh,
1: that's
0: a uh, that's a grinder that's league. Wrong. That is a
2: grinder league. But yeah, I mean,
0: Griff, what, what we got going on?
2: You know, just been just been working. For those of you who don't know, I work at a nonprofit called ESP. We just had a giant fundraiser last week. Uh, In Rome, it was uh, called Big Hoops. It was a basketball game between doctors and lawyers in town. Wow, Uh, was pretty fun. We raised like seventy thousand dollars, so good stuff. And then, uh, but dude, one of the guys on the doctors team actually wasn't a doctor. Like they kind of scammed it a little bit. He was like an EMT or some crap. And uh, but he played Division three basketball, and he was nasty. Bucket, yeah, dude, he was he was he dunked in game. Actually, crammed it. I was like, who is this guy? But he was nasty.
0: I think that's why basketball would be the best sport to play because you don't lose that. Like, nah, like oh you could yeah. be 60 five years old and you could be just absolutely stroking it from deep. Like, you can play pickup there's for no, as long like, as you're walking because yeah. like, nobody plays defense anyway. And you can just – if you're a bucket, you can just sit in the corner and snipe. And you're a weapon. Like, and pickup basketball, you're a weapon if you can do that.
2: Dude, there was one like, dude
1: there's, like there's that. There's not pickup no. football games breaking out like that. Like, nobody's going to be like, hey, y'all yo, nah, want you to play some football. Or your you body's cooked. Swing a couple bats. No. Yeah. There on the was one dude, dude like that. Days.
2: I don't know, like, what level of basketball he played. He was real old, dude. Like, I mean, not super old. He's probably in his 50s. But he's uh, ball, you know, he had a belly on him. And yeah. he came, like, like, barely trotting down the floor at one point. Got it for a three ball. Dude, stroking it. Yeah. it. I was like, "That's a jumper right there." So yeah,
0: <laughs> you can tell the guys who who freaking had absolute clips on them back in their day because they you like that's that's just like a skill you don't lose. Dude, like, he I, had a
2: clip. I won't be able to
0: throw my son BP. I've already came to the realization that my arm will be shot, and I can't throw BP anyway. But I'll be able to give him buckets. Like, oh yeah, no doubt about it. I'm not gonna lose that.
1: <laughs> Never. Uh, while we're on the topic of basketball, uh, credit to me, UConn national championship future. Yeah, very good. Once again, I, I simply cannot miss on a future bet at all times. <laughs> to be fair, I did have six. That's six out of sixty-four. I feel like that's still a pretty low clip for for the field of teams that we were working
0: with. Yeah, yeah, I'll, we'll allow that. Um, I, I'm the opposite. I, my futures are horrendous. And well, we cash.
2: We cash the Miami Final yeah. Four future
0: as the first. First future I've ever
2: cashed. Am I echoing? Nah, nah.
0: First future I ever cashed, and I, I felt like a genius. Miami to the Final Four. Me and Griffin put it in what before conference tournament started.
2: Yeah, before conference tournament started.
1: Yeah, probably like with well, two weeks left in the year. It was. I mean, I, 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 of that's there. crazy too because you don't even know the seating. Like you don't even know what the seating.
0: Yeah. Is. yeah. Well, I, put when I them saw in. the seating. I was like, this is hoed. Like,
2: yeah.
0: They, had, all- they hide the hardest road to get there by far. Oh, like, any yeah. Final Four.
2: Well, see, that was a thing about my futures. I put four futures down, and before, like, way before the tournament, like as soon as I got the lines came out, I put them in. I put Kansas State Final Four, absolute heartbreaker there. Um, Texas A&M Final Four, Miami Final Four, Houston Championship, and when the bracket came out, I was pissed because three of those freaking teams were in the same region. Yeah, it's tough. That is tough.
0: That is dangerous about putting stuff before, but you also get really good odds, so I'll play it out. Um, like we said at the beginning of the show, football season is, is always among us. Uh, at this point with with the transfer portal, with spring practice, like it's all, something's always happening. And so I figured, hey, we haven't talked about football in a while. It's what the people want. It's what we want. It, it, it's, it is king in the South. I think everyone knows that. That's what it is. So let's chop it up, man. Um, a lot of intel coming out from spring practice. A lot of rumors. I mean, a lot of people don't know what's going on, but yeah. a lot of rumors. And I think we we start with the position that everyone really cares about: the quarterback position. We're going into a quarterback battle. People can call it what they want. Somebody said that somebody says that the the job's already taken. Um, the job is never taken until they walk out on the field for the first game. You never know what's going to happen. There might be someone with a clear lead if the season started today. Definitely getting the ball. But listen, I've seen many, many, many times where somebody has a job and they lose it.
2: Yeah. I mean, people can say what they want about Kirby, not want to change quarterbacks and all that crap. But like, I promise you, he's going to play the best guy. Like, I feel like he's done that. Well, that's such a tired argument. It's been
0: disproven so many times now. Man. Like, like I think we talked about in the show. Dwan Mathis played for what? Two drives? Yeah. I mean, Grayson Lambert played for what? a half
2: yeah they they kind of like split that half too and then he just realized jacobie's was better yeah so like believe it or not the coaching staff wants to win ball
0: games i think (laughs) and i think that's been proven over the past couple years and i think like, i have full trust in bobo and kirby to just pick the pick the guy who plays best but i'm excited about what i'm hearing about beck like I, i i we've all been high on him since last year and I respect the guy who's, who's put in his time like this in a day and age where people jump ship. He's hung around for a really long time. And I'm excited to see what he can do. Like, it seems like he's a veteran at this point. Like, he doesn't seem like a new quarterback to me because he's been around for so long. Yeah. Right? And I, I think he's ultra talented. I think he's got all the gifts. And I think he's going to put on a show.
1: Yeah, apparently this is a lot closer than we all thought it was, and it's not even just Vandergrift; it's Stockton too. So it's going to be interesting to see who comes out on top. I still think it's going to be back uh, just by default, and I think somebody's going to leave. I don't know who it's going to be. I would probably say Vandergrift just because Stockton's so much younger. Uh, I think someone's going just... to
2: He likes Bobo.
1: He apparently, he's again, Bobo's. Man. Apparently, he's Bobo's guy. So that's the wild card there.
2: Yeah,
0: well, that's that when a lot went into him going to South Carolina was Bobo when he was there. Um, and then when Bobo left, that's when he decommitted. So, yeah, obviously, I, I, I like where we're at in terms of quarterbacks, and we're all follow, following the Rayella situation very closely, which has turned into an absolute madness. Like, it's just wherever he visits, they get Chris ball, And I know Steve Wilfong is, like, credited as That's, like, what he
1: does. Yeah,
0: he's credited as being the guy who's, like, always accurate. But, like, they change every two weeks.
2: So, like, I don't know. It's just – it's so annoying at this point. Are those Mickey Mouse numbers? I don't know. They got to be – I mean, i just – like, dude, I love keeping up with recruiting. but Sometimes it's freaking exhausting. Like, See, I'm the opposite for that
1: reason, man. I
2: don't know. When dudes, like – I just can't do it. When dudes, like, just – like agging on too and they're like hey yo vol nation like get me to 5k followers and like i'll release my decision or some crap like what like dude. nah, i respect that hustle i, really <laughs>
0: no. I respect dude. that hustle dude like you have such a small window to profit off yourself as an athlete yeah you like dude if you're rolling into college with a hundred thousand followers on instagram that is an easy 50k a year just off instagram Okay. And if you're gonna get those followers, screw it. And I don't think it's the recruits. Like, oh yeah, they do that, and they they sometimes like. Dude, but that's honestly, that,
2: that's that's not even like the worst of it. Like honestly, but like Travis Hunter a little bit was annoying. Like, yeah, well, dude. But a
0: hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube is big time money.
2: Oh yeah, it is. Like I get it. That's like, like I, six figures. I 100% get it. I 100% get it. But it's like, nah. It's I, I kind of respect that because I
0: I think it's more of an indictment on how. Insane people are in terms of following <laughs> sports that they're just like, oh, heck yeah, like I'm gonna follow this guy so he releases a decision. Like, you're so impatient. I think that's hilarious. Uh, and I think oftentimes it's not the recruit that, that exit on so much when they do that kind of stuff. Yeah, obviously they are, but no, nah, I think right. it's guys like Steve Wilfon who's freaking dropping crystal balls left and right. Like, what what's changed? Like, this, this is an 18 year old kid we're talking about. Let's just let it be until it's time to commit, and then we can all talk about it. Like, And I understand that's their job, and that's what they do. But I, I think it's fun following recruiting just because I like to see see the kids in there in high school and just see kind of how they progress. But, no, it definitely is an absolute – it's political. Like, there's a lot of politics involved in it. Especially that, now, too. Like, yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't think there's NIL any question NIL about that. Stuff. But but I don't know. Like, I, I won't real so I'm following it
1: pretty closely. Yeah, I want I'm, I'm as nihilistic as it may sound, I'm kind of excited to see who transfers so we can, like, start building out a bit of a depth chart like and kind of start doing projections and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. we are just going to get out of there. here. Depth chart yeah. building is one of the funnest things you can do <laughs> rolling into a season. It's awesome. Oh, we got G-Day next week. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we'll do a post-G-Day projected opening day depth chart for sure. Uh, but anyth- anybody else heard anything like – Rumors on specific players, specific things going on that it's worth
2: talking about.
1: Nah, nothing on my end. I've, I've been trying most to. Of,
2: yeah, most of the stuff's just in QBs, like that. I've been seeing. I saw like all their stats from the uh, scrimmage the other day.
1: Uh, uh, was the kid I sent you the other day. They like that. Uh, they like that Minnesota kid, the running back. I don't know if they're going to take him, but um, I don't think it's completely out of the question. Oh, the transfer? It's uh, Trey Pods from uh, Minnesota.
0: Transfer running back. Yeah, I've heard – obviously, there's some guys going down with injuries, but it's all seemed – from what I've heard, it's pretty precautionary kind of stuff. stuff, Just holding them out for spring practice. Guys like Kendall Milton, who are going to be starters, and we know what they got. Like, spring practice proves nothing for those kind of guys. But I've heard some really good things about a lot of the veteran guys – Kendall, we can start with Kendall. I've heard he's been, like, kind of the leader of the running back room. He kind of took firm control of it. And we saw that towards the end of last year. I mean, he was absolutely dominant. It's, it's the best he's looked at since he got to school. So, I'm excited to see what he can do. There's some battles in the offensive line. Uh, I think I think how that left tackle shakes out is going to be pretty exciting. Um, we
2: have so much talent. It sounds like a Marius day. Mims
0: might just stick it right tackle, and that's what he's comfortable with, which I'm all for that, like – I understand left tackle is a very important position, but I'd rather Marius Mims be a first-round talent at right tackle than force him at, to play left tackle where he's not comfortable. So I mm-hmm. think we got a battle there, and um, that's going to be fun to watch. Uh, I'm, always, I'm always in for position battle. and sounds like there's some alphas there fighting for it. It sounds like the back the back end of the secondary is where I'm most intrigued because
2: apparently Joel – or is it Joe Nell or Joel? I think it's Joe Nell Aguero. Aguero. I think it's Joe I, Nell. I heard
0: it's going to be borderline impossible to keep him off the field, and that's the stuff we kind of heard about Malachi starts last year when he got Kansas. So that's exciting, and, and Malachi's got a spot. I've heard they I've heard that they're willing to put Agüero in the in the star position, and say, and just go man up with teams like Tennessee and say, all right, try to run by this guy, and then bump Javon He's still got
1: it. And you like still got Smoke Bowie, Tyke Smith. Like there's right. so many guys.
0: Back there. Yeah, and, and Javon Bullard's going to play, and you can bump into safety. Like yeah, Tyke Smith will play too. It's just such a is a rotation of just stupid talent. And early on, like we've had some good secondaries, but the talent of this secondary is is different. I think um, we're gonna have to find another corner opposite of Kamari, and that's gonna be exciting too. You had Everett. You got Everett there. You got Nylon Green there. You got some guys who's flash. So
1: there's, yeah, a, there's like a lot the to be DJ shaking too.
0: out. I'm excited for G Day just to see kind
2: of kind of who steps up. Carson Beck so like, had a good G Day last year, didn't he? Yeah, he really. He started off with a bomb, and it was sick. yeah. I'd I'd like to see him light it up again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think no, I bad. think
1: Edge is going to be Edge is going to be big too. You talk no about doubt. you know Chaz Chambliss versus all the young guys. Which young guys are going to rise to the top?
0: I, listen, I'm I'm all in, and he's he's hurt right now, so he's not going to make any splashes. I think Marvin Jones is a dude, like like a big time dude, and I I think when he gets back, I think he's going to be the guy. I think he's going to be our main edge, and then we obviously we got Damon Wilson and, and Pimba that came in. So those are two guys that can instantly impact the game.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. What what's the date of G Day? Uh, April fifteenth. Oh, it's so like two weeks.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's next week. Ten days. Cool.
0: Yeah, I, I can't <laughs> wait for that. It's, it's always a fun time. Uh, if you're if you're an, it's always a good excuse to go to Athens. It like you need one. I mean, it's the best. To yeah. Get out to Athens.
1: It's not. It's not great for me because I never end up going. Uh, they, I think they had to like severely cut back the capacity this year too because yeah. they're doing all the renovations. And uh, so the Athens is just going to be a slam full of people for no reason. Yeah,
0: no <laughs> doubt. Uh, all right, so I told you about something. Earlier today, that, that kind of sent waves, going, which which was funny, because people yeah. just that's just how Twitter is. But somebody said uh, it was a tweet from College Football Live two four seven. It was like best one loss stretches in college football since two thousand with at least one natty. You have the Miami Hurricanes on here. You have USC, um, Bama, Clemson, FSU, and six is the Georgia Bulldogs. And we're thirty three and one. If we go twelve and zero, we shatter the rest of this. Um, and so I just quote tweeted and said, it's actually crazy that we are approaching the best three-year stretch in college football history. And listen, I'll be honest. I knew what I was doing with this. But <laughs> it got it got some blowback. But the funny part is all the blowback came, like, oh, well, this team won this many games in a row in, in three seasons, or this team – ain't nobody free-peated, All right? And don't bring up Minnesota in the 20s. I don't care.
2: So oh, do bringing up Oklahoma I can't, I can't in the 1950s. You. Like –
1: I cannot explain to you how little of a shit I give about any college football game that occurred before the year 2008. I, I, dude, I <laughs> not don't Not even like 2008. I, I do not give a like shit, dude. Like I don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. Dude, you're talking about football that was around before women were allowed to vote. Dude, what the fuck are we talking about? Like what are we talking about here? I don't care at all.
0: Yeah, they, I, the the people that bring up 1950 with a serious like serious look on their face Dude, don't. That's not the same sport that's being played right now. Like, not you even even sports. have color
2: television. But, like, you're just gonna conveniently ignore history. Like, like, bro, yes. Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt we'll smacking that. that ass from <laughs> 1950, <laughs> Oklahoma.
1: Like, <laughs> right, see, yeah, here's dude. the thing: is people you, always man. accuse Georgia fans of living in the past, talking about oh, 1980, 1980. So, which one is it? Do we okay. are we acknowledging old championships now? Because I don't. I never did. I always said I'd, I'd rather have zero than. The one in
0: 1980. yeah. I don't
1: really
0: care. And regardless
1: of, I don't all count this, that one either.
0: <laughs> regardless of all this, nobody's three peated. Like all these people are chirping us, like they didn't three peat We didn't have no Minnesota fans. That's the only team that's three peated from, from my knowledge. Am I right on that, Griff?
2: I think so. The only,
0: know. the only team in college football history that is three peated was Minnesota, and that's when they were just giving out titles from freaking riders, like. I think we all see in all sports how riders vote. Those are the people that were deciding championships, like not that long ago.
2: Yeah, the like, same people see, that see like MVP
0: voting and all NBA voting, how just atrocious it is and how a popularity contest it is. Imagine back then when it was just like, all right, this guy's been in the newspaper once, so let's, just, let's just vote for him to win the Heisman. Yeah,
2: the same people that complain about the freaking AP poll like, are the same dudes that are like, Oh well, oh, uh, Bama won fifteen natties in uh, nineteen twenty through nineteen
1: sixty-two. Shut yeah. up!
0: <laughs> and there's years where they lost don't, like multiple games in
1: those years. Like, why? I don't why care do they? got your Joseph Stalin. Why do they even care about I those? Don't give a shit. <laughs> You're literally <laughs> talking about it. You're talking about a football game that predates D-Day. Shut up! I don't <laughs> care. D-Day. Yeah. So, like I said, I don't even care about anything since two thousand eight. Like, Florida fans, like that. Like, dude, George Bush was still president. Obama hadn't been inaugurated when you won that championship. The iPhone wasn't out yet. I don't give a shit about 2008. I was in, like, fourth grade. <laughs> it means nothing to me. Absolutely nothing.
0: Uh, that's good stuff. What a year, 2008. Uh, but
1: Pre I, housing guess that, crisis, I guess my question is,
0: how big would a three-peat be, in all honesty?
2: It'd be the biggest thing ever in college football. I mean – <laughs> In this like day again, and age, with
0: the playoff, this is this. It's the hardest. Since time. Start, right. It's the hardest time to win a championship with the, with the way people recruit, with nil, with everybody, with the playing surface. I don't care what people have said that nil is even the playing surface for me. In my opinion,
2: I think like, so. The too. transfer
0: portal combined with nil has even the surface for me, and because you have got guys who can go out like a Tennessee, and I and I know Tennessee w- w- has been a power. You know when they were in the night, they acted like they were when they were well, in the nineties, even though they, they weren't the best team in the conference. But
2: I was gonna say I wrote down a bunch of uh you know like uh you know three year stretches yeah of you know greatness or whatever and there there's a few teams in the nineties on here not a single not, one of not them not is Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah but that but
0: <laughs> they act like it was the golden years. But uh, okay okay, true. You're right. You're convinced me. So you can you can get an inferior team like Tennessee they can throw $8 million (laughs) at one of the top quarterback recruits and get him to school. Like, that's kind of cool to me. I think that's cool. Like you see a team like TCU get a new coach, overhaul the roster and end up in the Natty. So you're talking about a day and age where winning a championship is at the absolute peak and Georgia does it three times in a row. The possibility of three, two times is enough. Nobody's done that in college football playoff history. And now we have a chance to three P like, the 2000s, the 2020s, I guess the 20s are Georgia's. Like when we look back in 80 years and we like and we think about dominant decades, the 20s are going to be Georgia's. No yeah. doubt. about it.
1: I, uh, I think uh, I think it was Andy Staples that brought this up. But I think it's a really good point. He said, you know, it used to be like, oh, Alabama wins everything every year because they used to be. You know, three five stars right. deep at every position, and they're like those guys that want to play those five stars that are getting to play. They're just going to leave, and so they're not as deep. Right, like they're just not deep like that any, anymore. But you know who is?
0: Yeah,
2: no, there's no doubt about it. And I think that's just a credit to Kirby. It's a credit to to everything he's built. Like, and that's the difference too in this day and era. Is like everybody can get the talent now. Like, I think I think that the talent level is like evened out a little bit in most circumstances. But when it comes to, like, actually winning, the only guys who are going to win are guys who have elite coaches. Like, if you have an elite coach and elite culture at your program, that's what's going to really take you to the next level.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm to the point where I want this one worse than last year. Last year was just kind of like a – I was still riding the high, I think, of the natty the year before. Like, obviously until crunch time. But, like, the whole regular season, it was the most laid-back regular season I've ever watched just because it was, like – you know, if we lose. This well, game, I don't know. The, the, Ten- the Tennessee
2: game, like, right. kind well, it, doesn't, of it for- doesn't
0: matter for me if we're six and six. If we're playing Tennessee, I want to beat them like a freaking drunk Well,
2: yeah, true. But that game just like I don't, I don't know. It was number one. It was just camp. like I was
0: riding on a cloud through the season all year, and I was just on a high no matter what happened. This year, like, I'm going to be out for blood, and I'm going to be ready. If, if we go, you're you're generally not going to be able to tell me anything if we go back to back to back.
2: I'll never speak to anyone else about football again. It's I'll be like, oh, plan. did you did your team win three national championships? Yeah. Oh no there, they didn't? There, would, okay. there
0: would be nothing
1: for them to say if it's if it's anything like the second one, all I know is that people are just gonna keep pulling excuses out and just keep going yeah. with the excuses. That's it's all I ever hear anymore. They I don't can ever say hear whatever they logical want argument. I just, I just hear excuses.
0: It's so yeah. fun dude. When I when I saw that Bama fan in, in our comments today talking about how he's gonna be pulling for a lot of SEC teams this year, referring to whoever we're playing that gave me so much joy. Like I, I can't even begin to explain how much joy that gave me. Like that's they are they're supposed to be at the top. Like they're supposed to be the dynasty. They're supposed to be the greatest program ever, and they're pulling for the teams that we're playing against. That's sorry. No pride. That's so sorry. shame. That is sorry.
1: I love it. I, I and love when choked say that too, another. Like anybody, they
2: can't catch a break.
1: I love when people say that. Like anybody cares who they cheer for. I do, I could not care. What do? you – Oh, you're cheering for Tennessee against Georgia great thanks man i was really wondering i was i was actually dying for for next week it's crazy it's crazy
2: it's crazy that they were cheering for tennessee i guess i kind of get it because they were like oh we get another chant shot at him or whatever they just went and beat you for the first time in 15 years (laughs) and rushed the field through the goalpost in their river (laughs) and you're pulling for their ass well i think it's i think that's more of an indictment so that's more of
0: an indictment on Tennessee, though, because Bama still saw them as no threat. But that's, that's why they wanted them to Yeah, win. true. <laughs> they just still saw them as no threat. They, everybody knows that's a fluke game. If they, they played Bama really nine more times, they would have lost. It was a fluke. they're sorry. Yeah, I can't uh, wait to beat them. They're, they're going to fall off a cliff this year, and it's going to be absolutely monumental.
2: The thing that was getting me the most riled up about that tweet, honestly, was the fact that people were bringing up tw- teams from, like, the 2000s they just aren't as good as us in this two-year stretch. Like, if we go twelve and zero in the regular season, which I don't think is far-fetched at all, even eleven and one. Like, um, I don't know. Like, we better. I, we're way better than these teams that they're bringing yeah. up. Like Miami. Like, they didn't go back to back. They didn't win two national championships. You know, like
0: they didn't go back to back.
2: I don't think so. Did they? They might have.
0: I think they might have.
2: Uh, well, whatever. We're back. Uh, <laughs> that That's
1: actually insane. You started with mine. No, I do not. Th- I do not. Think I don't they know. Do that not was, just, it, it was
2: just. It was. just the first one I looked at.
1: So I'm just saying, though, like in general, like some of these teams that people talk, it's just hard to talk about college football over different eras like that. Because even a team like think about like Nick Saban's LSU or Les Miles LSU team when they had like Jordan Jefferson, yeah. whoever. Do you know what Georgia would do to that team? They would beat them by a hundred. Yeah. I mean that, just was, that was
0: that was natty palutti anyway. Time. We would have beat them that year.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, with that team. And I'm just – like, if you think about the styles of football and how football is involved, Georgia would absolutely – Are you talking about 2011? No. I guess – no, but 2011 was banned. But this was no, the, the LSU team that they won with. Oh. So, yeah, it was seven. No, like, this when we had the three-way tie.
0: Three-way tie and Tennessee went to the SC Championship and lost to LSU.
2: Was that Jordan Jefferson guy not on the 2011 LSU team, though?
1: No, that you know that was. uh was that not Zach Benberger?
2: No, oh, that was thirteen. I swear that Georgia because I remember he got sacked like fifty times in that first half. Because Jamarcus, no, that, that would have been down. that
1: would have been Jamarcus Russell in 07. Regardless, the point remains Georgia would absolutely yeah estimate a lot of those old teams just based off scheme and the way the game's played now. Yeah, um, I had
0: a segment that uh, was is our schedule soft, but I think we're going to save that for another day. I, th- I think we're just gonna no. save that.
1: Actually, yeah, it is because I'm not No, it is,
0: it is one thousand percent soft.
1: No way. Yeah. Here,
2: Kirby. It, everyone, make sure Kirby hears this. Kirby, I think we're going seven and five this year. We look like garbage, like dude. By the way, in any game,
0: <laughs> that the freaking eating off the ground motto that we have this year is is unbelievable. I love that so much. Eating <laughs> off the ground. <laughs> That's crazy. And, and what's crazy is, like, like think about it. And, and I've run into this as a coach now. And, and as a player, like, I see it from both sides. When a coach tells you something like that, like, think about if you put yourself back in high school, you're playing for your high school basketball coach. And a lot of people highly respect their high school basketball coach. And so maybe this doesn't apply to you. But imagine if they try to start this motto at the beginning of the year of eat off the floor. You're like, that's eyewash. Like, that's so rah-rah, corny bull crap. Like, I'm not listening to this. Like, Kirby has earned their respect so much, and he must be, like, such an intimidating figure and just just constantly instilling this in their mind where they use that as motivation to like and put it on the field. Like, they're, they're saying it in interviews. I couldn't imagine some of my coaches back in the day telling me something like that and then me using it in an inter- inter- interview, like, seriously using it. Like, that's that kind of speaks to, like, the level of authority and the level of just like, I don't know, respect that Kirby has among his players because that's hard to do. That that's an underrated thing
2: that is very hard to do. I don't know, especially like college kids. Like, you know, exactly. you say something corny like that, they're like, ah, oh, bro, like you tripping. Like, college I don't know. Kids who like, have never
0: had to be told anything growing up because they have been the most talented kids in their in exactly. Their school.
2: That's what's crazy about it. Is because like they definitely come in with egos. Like, how could you not? Like you no probably come from a town where you're the hero of that town. Like, you're God's sin. Like, no one is better than you. And you come here, and you're – you may not be the best anymore. Like, Oh, odds know. are you're not. Yeah. And if your
0: coach tells you to eat off the floor, like, play like you have to eat off the floor, that's thats demoralizing. But it's also, like, it, you could be used as motiva- motivation, and he somehow does it. Like, I, I think it's unbelievable. I would, lo- I would love to sit in on like a month's worth of Kirby coaching because – or any of the great coaches. like That's what they – they're so good at it. Like like you hear people that talk – that played for Coach K, like just how much they respect everything that he says. Like they still recall some of the quotes that he said. And and coming from them, like when they repeat it, it sounds corny. And I'm sitting there thinking, I mean, obviously. but, But then like if it comes from Coach K and you're sitting in that locker room, you're like, oh, yeah, I mean, true. Like it hits different when those types of figures say stuff like that. I don't know. That's that. Eat off the floors. Is It's unbelievable.
1: Yeah, it's sick.
0: All right. Anything else on football? If we move on, we got anything?
1: No. Nah, I can't wait. to start like
0: talking trash to people again, dude. It's the best. Uh,
2: dude, Tennessee's riding hard right now.
1: I <laughs> saw. We
0: have what, to get some people on. time of the, the year. It's So, like opposing fans.
1: I saw it's a almost, Tennessee. I told y'all, it's almost Tennessee fans' favorite time of year. It's almost next year. That's their I, favorite time of the year. I
2: know. Year. I sent you this Cole. I sent. It was a tweet, and it was like Mel Copper saying about Hendon Hooker, like how he's iffy about him because like Joe Milton came into that yes. scheme and like lit up Clemson or whatever. And some Tennessee fans. I'm like, iffy. Does anyone even listen to this guy? It's like he makes a valid point, guy. Like I mean, the
0: the average he really wanted to be Tom. Valid. Is he
1: would say unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, his drop back rate was – his rate of three-step drops was like 18%. In the next nuts, month,
2: which is nuts. eligible quarters. Like, he I'm also not has one that.
1: leg, and he's
2: 26. What do you think his drop back rate was against Georgia?
0: <laughs> three-step no, drop. No, Dude, good. I mean, he got sacked a lot for not having many three-step drops against us. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we were it's all probably all more than bad. usual because they had to actually try to skip something. Like, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Their gimmick offense was not working.
0: All right, real quick. We're gonna we're gonna hit this as quick as possible, and we're gonna move on to our final segment, which we're gonna build. We're gonna build our own Masters Championship dinner, in honor of the Masters this weekend. One of the, one of the best weekends of golf, the the best weekend of golf, and just everything goes with it. It's in our home state, and the, the I'm always just like locked into what the Masters dinner is. So we're gonna I build our it. own. But before we do, I don't know. Hand up. Let me get a hand on the camera. I don't know what's happening in Athens right now. I generally don't know what's happening. The baseball Ow. team at the moment is unwatchable. I'm really hoping that things turn because they have some talented players. I mean, Charlie Condon's up for the Golden Spikes. But everything we sat here and talked about preseason that could go wrong, that like we needed this this certain thing to step up, or it has not happened. And, it, and, and there was a, there was a moment – I came into the season worried. Like, I, I'll be completely honest with you all. I tried to put on a brave face. I came in worried about what we're going to have. And then we swept Georgia Tech. And I was like, you know, that's, that's a good that's good wins. And then we beat Georgia Southern back-to-back nights. And I was like, those are two really good wins, especially on a midweek. Winning on midweeks against teams that really, really want to beat you, like Georgia Southern, is very hard. So I'm like, all right, this seems pretty good. And then we jump out to real early to get South Carolina, who's one of the best teams in the country. On Friday night, and I was like, "Wow, I was dead wrong." And since that moment, it has been horrendous.
1: They won a game. They might have won like two.
0: We'll
2: we'll always have that sixteen inning or sixteen run inning.
0: That was nuts. (laughs) That was nuts. nuts. Yeah, and listen, I'm I'm very close to that program. Obviously, I love pretty much everyone in there. So, like, I'm I'm walking on eggshells right now. Because I, I don't want to be disrespectful at all to anyone there. And all I'm gonna say is I hope I hope things are turned around because, like that's it can't happen. It can't happen in this state, really and truly. So hopefully, I I think they can, but like you get to a point where, like winning is contagious, and so on the flip side, so is losing. Like you can't get in the habit of losing. So there there needs to be some good bounces. They won last night against Kennesaw. Hopefully they can carry that. Tough
1: team. Good team. Yeah, Coach Strick will get him right. Strick uh Strick's a fan of the show, surprisingly. I have no idea why he would ever listen to this show, but he's a fan, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> coach,
0: that? Strickland, coach Strickland is a great coach. Like the, I don't is. know what's going on. I'm not in there. Like, Coach Strickland's a great coach. Coach Kenny's a great coach. Like I I respect the heck out of them. So I, I still believe it can be turned around. No doubt about For it. Sure. All right, Masters. So let's try to get let's try to get Bob's back up after yeah, that. Yeah, let's let's Deep let's rest. get
2: the
1: spirits back up.
2: Here, Looks, everybody, so, just so, look at this hat uh, and I'll get your spirits back up, back to back. I'll, yeah, back
1: I'll to back. take the, I'll take the lead on this one. So if you're not familiar with the Masters Champion Dinner, the champion picks a meal. He picks usually a couple appetizers, maybe some sides, um, and uh, you know two main courses, and then a dessert. And that's what they have for like the. I guess it's on Tuesday. I think it's on Tuesday. Yeah. Or it might be tonight. It might be Wednesday night. It's one of the After the part three. Uh, yeah, but all the other champions come and eat. Uh, and it's always, the food always looks incredible. And uh, like I said, if you're the champion, you can pick whatever you want. You could say you want a, some spider eggs and jelly beans. and They'll whip it up for you. Um, so, yeah, we decided <laughs> we were going to build our own. You guys can vote on it. We'll put it up on Twitter. But sometimes there's a theme. I kind of tried to stick with, like, a theme. Like, one thing. Because, like, I was thinking about all these foods that I like. Yeah, it was I mean, just all over the place. And I, I tried to narrow it down.
0: Well Wait, I, I tried I to have... I tried to stay true with like appetizer dessert. Like I didn't want to just go four entrees. But yes, yeah, so let, let's start. We what what was the breakdown? Two entre two appetizers, two entrees, two sides, and a dessert, right?
2: Yeah, Yeah.
0: Cool. Let's do it. Y'all just want to do like both appetizers start out?
2: Yeah.
0: All right. Who wants to start us off? Griff, you start us off. All right. My appetizers.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, keep
0: it <in laughs> Riff has the worst diet on the face of the
2: planet. So <laughs> yeah. I'm about to out. catch some shit. But honestly, these are two things that I love. I mean, oh, God. Uh, I Logan's Rolls. Uh, no, not Logan's Rolls. Texas Roadhouse Rolls. You know, With the butter. Yeah, you got to have the butter. I know you yeah, like the butter. Butter with the butter. The butter, obviously, too. Do you eat and, it? You don't eat yes, the butter? I do. I swear. I swear I eat the butter. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and then Wild West Shrimp. Like the Longhorn Wild West Shrimp. Like the fried, you know, like popcorn shrimp with the jalapenos. And crab yeah. And yeah. Nasty. That's good stuff.
1: Good picks. Good I almost said uh, I almost said Uptown Chicken from Chuck's, but I feel like I've I feel like I've given Chuck's too much repro this year. Oh, so.
0: bro, I was about to say you're the biggest Chuck's ambassador on the face of the planet. No,
2: on God, that is good. <laughs> so they, that appetizer you just yeah, said it is freaking
1: good. It is delicious. Go ahead, Jay. All right, uh, so I decided to kind of go with like a mine's kind of heavy on seafood. So if you don't like seafood, you're probably not going to vote for mine. Uh, but I'm going to do a, like a black and dahi tuna. I don't know if y'all have ever had black and dahi tuna. Great appetizer. Yeah, it's fantastic, And uh, sushi selection. Love me some sushi. Just to get like a sushi variety. I think uh, that's what – I copied a lot of Hideki uh, mm-hmm. Patsuyama's. because <laughs> apparently yeah,
0: immaculate.
1: Apparently after his, they flew it all in from Japan, and apparently yeah. after that, the food was so good that everybody stood up and applauded him. He didn't even cook the damn food. He just picked it, and they applauded him. It was so the good. The seafood
0: from like – from that part of, of the world, is yeah, I've been there. It's, it's legit. Like it's straight from the ocean. I mean, straight from the ocean to your plate. All right. That's what mine, we got. Mine, I, I, I'm a visionary here. Uh, mine is a, just like a massive – like picture middle of the room. Appetizer comes out. This is a massive blooming Onion. Okay. It's gigantic. I love blooming Onion. Sauce. Yeah. I was onion. I was
2: I was really close to putting that as one of mine or like some kind of onion. Well, I was gonna
0: put onion rings, but I was like, actually, no. Nah, let's have some presentation with this too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and my next one, which I love, I'm excited about this one, a quesadilla bar. So like, it's got like <laughs> okay, multiple like multiple chefs in the back, and it got all the toppings, like almost like an omelet bar. And you're like, I want you know, I want steak with some with some peppers, some jalapenos, and then make it up. Give you a little little half quesadilla for an appetizer. So I got a massive blooming onion and a quesadilla bar for my two.
1: By the way, I'm going to sound like such a prick. I just pick like the most expensive because that's kind of how I would do it. Like if, I, if I'm doing this, <laughs> I don't even know if I'd pick my favorite foods. I just pick the most expensive shit. y'all. Got. Yeah. Like, I uh, want the no, most I'll insane seafood flown in. See, no, I like it
0: if it's like, I don't, you know, y'all may have got gathered this from just me talking, but I don't like expensive restaurants at all. Like it, the portions, like everything about it. I like paying money for food if it's for like expensive cuts of meat or like expensive like fish. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're getting the best, of the best, but like I'm going to Texas Roadhouse over most steakhouses just because like the steak, it's steak. Like, you know, it's, it's a cut. You see it out there. It's good meat. All right. I'll just roll into my entrees. Um, I'm going to do a bone-in ribeye, a little surf and turf, a little bone-in ribeye and a lobster tail. That is one of mine. Um, I think I saw that uh, Patrick Reed did Surf and Turf. But uh, my next entree, this is a little bit off the wall, but I, I'm just thinking stuff that I love. I want just an assortment of New York style pizza for my second entree. Okay. I mean, I'll I freaking it. love pizza, I could eat it every single day, and especially that style. So, yeah, I, I got the boned ribeye and lobster on one side, New York style pizza on the other.
1: I'm glad you went surf and turf because I did a little surf and turf myself. Mine is going to be uh, the Miyazaki A5 Wagyu, which Hideki Matsuyama wow. also served, which apparently people <laughs> also stood up and applauded for. A it's got to be good, right? It's got to be good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with, with a side of Alaskan king crab legs. And for my other side, this is actually something that I like to make, and so I would have to like tell the chefs how to make it. Uh, blackened shrimp, blackened fish, pimento cheese grits. So shrimp and grits. Oh, I do
0: like shrimp and grits a lot. Dude. That's one of my favorite foods. So that's option number grits. two. If shrimp and grits is offered at a restaurant, I order it. Every single Every one, one of Jake's
2: uh, foods coming from the sea. <laughs> yeah,
1: pretty much, except the, except the wagyu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's paired with, <laughs> with crap.
2: Yeah, I'm no, no, that's like that's what Jake's. Uh, $1, $1, $1, uh, <laughs> that's yeah, what Jake's no actually wants instead of the wagyu. It's like. Aquaman. They found him. They killed him. And they like served him.
1: <laughs> <new>. <laughs> I'm, I'm, looking, I'm, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get the seafood crowd and nobody else. That's gonna be my <laughs> only backers on uh, on this one. Griff, what we got for the entrees?
2: Listen, y'all know what my first entree is. A,
0: a cheeseburger plate
2: That's facts. There it is. Ah, right there. A cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> The cheeseburger. We'll have the toppings out there for, for other people. No, no, no. Stick to your guns,
0: Griff. Don't even No, the no, top. no.
2: They have to be out there for other people. You know, I'm um, thinking about the other champions. Just cheeseburgers. And uh obviously some French fries with some seasoned salt on them specifically. I you know, like you know what I'm talking about, like seasoned salt. Like yeah. It, that makes every French fry on the planet better. There's Here's not a, a
0: French Here's a question for you, Griff. Okay. You're forced, you are forced to add another topping to your plain cheeseburger. Okay. What is it?
2: Probably add lettuce. Probably that doesn't okay. change. Yeah, just much. a
0: little crunch, Dude, I have to have lettuce on. I love it. It's like it. Scotty
1: style. It's like Griff style. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so, right, lettuce. Okay, that's fair. I like that. All right, second one, uh, a filet, a nice filet, and some mashed taters. So we You know, have that's – Oh, you yeah, had your sides know. with it,
0: too. I had to sit my sides. Oh,
1: you're doing double taters.
2: Yeah,
0: obviously. I'm
1: doing potatoes, dude, so I need <laughs> My um, two
0: sides that went with yeah. my bonehead ribeye and my New York style pizza was Caesar salad and mac and cheese. That's my two favorites. I see. Yep. You know? Yeah.
1: I'm glad you picked See, we're on the same one on that one, too. I did Caesar salad and then uh, like garlic mashed potatoes. See, I can keep it simple. I can keep it simple sometimes. Yeah. Oh, see, but, so you, you can't go beat the a Caesar
0: salad, bro. Like that is the best. Like every restaurant like a, I go to, it's it's, it's one of my sides. You get a Caesar salad. It comes out early. You get to eat in front of everybody. And then <laughs> you're a little bit like you're you're warmed up. You know your tests are ready to roll, and then here comes the main. I mean, it's, it's the best.
1: I, I've learned how to make a really good Caesar at home, and it's just changed my life. I have a Caesar salad maybe four days a week. It's, it's yeah, delicious. I, I can eat that a lot for sure. Uh,
0: desserts. What we got for desserts? What, we, what are we mixing up?
1: This is another one to keep it simple. See, I, it got it got more simple as we went along. I feel like, but I, I'm
2: glad your dessert is simple because mine's really simple. I'm not a big dessert guy in general, but
1: yeah, I'm not gonna break out some kind of like French crème brûlée or something like that. No. Not, yeah, screw that. A cookies and cream, cheesecake, milkshake.
0: Wow. We, we're oh on the same, milkshake. We're on, we're on the same wavelength, Jake, for the whole pretty much the whole thing. Griff, what you got? A
2: cookie cake. Giant Not cookie bad. cake it's a good from where? Player. Player. Great American cookies, obviously. Ah. Nobody Nobody does it like Great American cookies. Oh uh, um, I can tell you
0: who does do it like Great American cookie and does it way better than Great American Cookies. I know who you're gonna say. Sandy <laughs> Wilcox.
2: Yeah, I'd love to have a, cookie cake is fantastic. I've never had a Sandy Wilcox cookie cake. Oh, we'll it's kinda unbelievable. I need Yeah, to I, I bet you have, but you don't remember. Sure. Yeah, probably. I think
1: uh I think it I think it was uh, speed when he won he did like a big texas barbecue spread and his dirt was like the skillet cookie with like a big scoop oh, of ice cream.
0: okay so i saw that and that's what i would have done but i didn't want to just take his blatantly that is the best dessert known to man the skillet cookie with ice cream on top is unbeatable it is unbeatable i don't ever 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 order desserts from restaurants because i'm usually too full by the time it's done but if they have the skillet cookie i will get it 1000 percent. it's too good i also like the molten lava like chocolate that's cake. a good one too they're, they're unbelievable all right mine is a cheesecake bar just like all kinds of different cheesecakes regular red velvet yeah all, all the type of stuff but yeah i love cheesecake i could i can eat it every night just to finish it off before i go to bed
1: i couldn't decide between a cheesecake and a milkshake and i thought about like sonic blizzards and like cookout yeah, it's shakes fantastic. Put the cheese put the cheesecake in the milkshake it's
0: easy um there's not any around us back home but everywhere i go there's Tons of them. The Culver's,
1: you ever been there? I was just about to say, dude, Culver's concrete mixer goes, dude, no, they're, they're the, the best. There used to be one in Kennesaw. Dude, the one in Kennesaw was the concrete
0: that. mixers from Culver's are unreal. You get the cheesecake one there, though the cheesecake bites. Oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh. They are
2: fantastic. And I love oh, being I mean, them being a, a big flurry, but now. those are different. <laughs> you know what, low key oh, yeah. would be one for me that I just kind of thought about just now? Uh, What's that? Auntie Anne's pretzels. Just like not all it. kinds of pretzels, oh, that, like a pretzel, pretzel one. Donut kind of I like
0: pretzels. You could also Let's just do bring some in freaking, You could also just bring in just a fat load of Krispy Kreme donuts and everyone would be. Oh that
2: bro, that would be okay. <laughs> Hold on. The dude. Krispy
0: Kreme Donuts would be legendary.
2: That would be electric. Oh,
1: I uh we got to do some rapid. I had Dude, I had so many apps. I was picking between. I almost did yeah, I mean, wings. So almost did the crab f- rangoons. Cal-
2: Frog Calamari almost was cheese one sticks. of mine. Just straight up marinade, like
0: cheesesteaks with marinara. But-
1: crab rangoons would have been generational. I almost said chicken parm subs for an entree. Oh, I feel like that would have been good. I love me. I tried to keep stuff. it kind of related yeah. at least. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, speeth he just did the whole like, he did like all kinds of barbecue and it sounded
0: ah, I love me some barbecue. That's good stuff. Yeah. That's good stuff. Hey, fun fact. We've had the, same, the last two nights the same food truck is rolled up after practice to be a post-game meal. It's just the guy. He has three options, pork sandwich, chicken sandwich, brisket sandwich. And I, I didn't complain much. I mean, I, a lot of people did, but I'm. it was good barbecue. So I, I can eat good barbecue a lot. Yeah. Just roll right with it. Right. What's gonna yep. Right. Well – that was a good show. Uh, it was good to be back on the mic. It felt, it felt a little foreign to me yeah, during I, I miss
2: this. I miss just I talking some
0: ball. I always just think back to that show before the Tennessee game. That was probably the most fun I've ever had.
2: I listened to it the other day. I did. It was I swear, unreal. I was, driving to a- I was driving to Athens, and I listened to the whole thing.
1: <laughs> I can't well, the Georgia wait. Georgia Bulldogs are undefeated since we've been doing the show. I have yeah. not lost.
0: That's just a fact. And you here. can't argue that. Have you can try, lost. but you you will fail. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, good show. Um, appreciate everybody listening. We're, we're happy to be back. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on TikTok. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, we're active on there. Love the interactions. Um, you know, we you know we like to keep the stove hot. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get the people fired up. So, love you guys. Go dogs. As always, Let's have a great week.